Hey everyone, and welcome back to my podcast, a podcast all about movie commentaries. This week is Practical Magic. We love a good Sandy Bullock movie around here. I don't know about you guys, but she is awesome. I don't think she has done a bad movie, in my opinion. I know this movie isn't really scary, but I do call it a Halloween movie, so I felt it was okay to put it in with the spooky season movies. I apparently keep picking movies when it's their anniversary because this past weekend was 23 years since this movie was released. Nicole Kidman made a big Instagram post about it, so you know it's important. <laughs> I don't really have a story for working this movie because I would have been five at the time when this movie came out. So just like they jump off the roof at the end of this movie, we're just gonna jump right into this movie the same way. Let's go. As you all know, we always start out with the stars of our movie. So in this movie, we of course, as I've already mentioned, have Sandra Bullock. Our other main character is Nicole Kidman. They play twin sisters, Sally and Jillian. Next on our list is Stalker Channing. If anybody doesn't know who that is, she's Rizzo from Greece and Diane Weist. And I don't know if anybody that listens watches Brooklyn Nine-Nine, but every time that I hear Diane Weist now, all I think about is Charles Bull and how much he loves her. But they play our aunts and their names are Francis and Jet. We have a young Evan Rachel Wood. She plays Sally, one of Sally's daughters, Kylie. I don't know the other little girl's name, um, but her other daughter's name is Antonia. And to wrap up our stars for this movie, we have Margot Martindale. And if I have any new girl fans out there, she is Nick Miller's mom. Also, if I have any Hannah Montana people out there, she plays her grandma in the Hannah Montana movie. But she plays Linda in Practical Magic, and that's what we're talking about. The only reason she's in this movie is because she ends up working for Sally later on in the movie. And those were really our only stars that I knew without having to look them up on IMDb. Also could not survive without IMDb. So for anybody who hasn't seen this movie, I don't know if there's a lot of you out there, but just going to lay the story out for you. Sally and Jillian and the aunts are all witches. Sally and Jillian's mom was also a witch. Which also brings me to the next part of the story. The women in this family are cursed. If they fall in love, eventually that man will die. And they're warned by a beetle and it's ticking. They hear that and their man's death is not far behind. So needless to say, they're all very happy. Sally and Jillian were raised by the aunts because their dad died from the curse. And then their mom died of a broken heart. So when they moved into the aunt's house, they were automatically taught magic. We're told that it was okay to eat chocolate cake for breakfast, which I would totally be okay with if I lived in that house. We also find out though that while the girls were learning their craft, Sally is the better witch of the two. Obviously Jillian was jealous, but not in a mean sister way. She just wished she was that good, which I appreciate. I appreciate in this movie that they didn't pit the two twins together, that it actually made them stronger because she depended on Sally to be a good sister and to help her out when things get tough. I guess Sally didn't know that she was going to be dependent on so much, but we're going to get into that here in just a second. Through events that happen with the ants doing their magic for women in the town, aka them wanting men to love them, and it being really creepy and weird, Sally decides that she never wants to fall in love, but Jillian can't wait to fall in love. So to protect herself, Sally creates a true love spell, but for a man that will never exist. Or so she thinks. Her spell includes that he will hear her call a mile away, will whistle her favorite song, be able to ride a pony backwards, be able to flip pancakes in the air, be marvelously kind, and his favorite shape will be a star, and he'll also have one green eye and one blue eye. 
Now let's remember this girl was like 10 when she created this true love spell. 10. She thinks that if he doesn't exist, she won't die of a broken heart. Oh, poor girl. And oh my god, I just realized that young Sally is played by Camilla Bell pre When a Stranger Calls and also pre before Taylor Swift wrote a song about her. We all know the song. Don't pretend that you're not a Swifty. Anyways, back to the movie. We're gonna fast forward. Sally and Jillian are grown and Sandy Bullock is serving us Gracie Hart vibes pre-Miss Congeniality with those glasses she's sporting. Jillian, however, is leaving the aunt's house to run off with a boy. Now, they already have a twin bond, plus their witches, but they decide to take it just a step further and create a blood bond. Gross. Like, I'm all for bonds, I'm all for sisterhood. I have a thing about blood, though. With Jillian gone, Sally just wants a normal life. With no one in town being scared of her, she wants, she does want to fall in love now that she's older, but she's scared. She sees a guy... We find out later his name is Michael, and they have a little flirty moment. They, you know, lock eyes, and then they walk away. And then all of a sudden, we have Faith Hill's This Kiss playing in the background, and they are running to each other and sharing a dramatic kiss. Then three years of marriage and two twin girls. Like I said, their names are Kylie and Antonia. Later, here we are. On the opposite end of the spectrum, we have Jillian, who is so far from marriage, but she still wants to fall in love, and that's where we meet Jimmy Angelo. Not only is his name creepy, from that moment you meet him, it's just instant creepy vibe. But I hope you guys didn't forget about this lovely curse. Sally starts to hear this beetle. She knows what's coming. She tears her house apart and thinks she has stopped anything bad from happening. Well, cut to her husband getting hit by a truck, which she can sense with her witchy. It's very sad. You hate it for her. She is heartbroken and rightfully so. She goes to the ants and she begs them, begs them if they can bring him back to life. They tell her no, but that's when we find out that the ants actually casted a spell to help them fall in love. Oh, it just breaks my heart because you can just see the pain in their eyes and in Sandy's eyes that they just, they're so upset that this happened. They just wanted her to fall in love because they wanted her to be happy. Hearts were in the right place, but not the best idea. It's not like they didn't know about the curse. They knew this would happen, but they say they can't bring him back because if they did, he wouldn't come back as Michael. He would come back as something dark and unnatural. So even though Sally is pissed at her aunts, she and her girls still move back in with them. On some conditions. Though. The big one being, no magic. And how do we think that's gonna go? Obviously, these girls are going to learn magic. These ladies just can't help themselves. They have to teach them. It's like, they just, they gotta. They gotta do it. But can you blame Sally for not wanting them to learn magic? We later find out that Sally doesn't really do magic anymore unless she doesn't want to stir her coffee or get a match to light a candle. Then she'll use her magic, which I would too if I could. I don't want to stir my coffee all the time. I don't want to have to go look for a lighter. But if you're going to do magic, I mean, go big or go home, right? But we're going to go back to Jillian now. We find out that not only is Jimmy creepy as hell, he's crazy possessed. Girl can't even go to the bathroom by herself. So in order to get sleep, be alone for five seconds, or run off to see her sister for the night. She drugs him with Belladonna to make him sleep. With that being said, Jillian then sneaks off to see Sally. We find out when Jillian gets there that Sally just doesn't get out of bed because she's depressed. And as she should be, her husband just... But Jillian helps her realize that she's got to live for these kids. And then she goes back to Crazy Jimmy. Sally, though, ends up buying a storefront to sell botanicals. We find out when Jillian went to go see her that that was her and Michael's dream was to open a storefront to sell that. And she decided to go through with it. So you go, girl. So one night, particularly, 
we're going to set the scene. It's on the night that there's a red ring around the moon. I don't know much about the moon, but I can tell you that that's not good. And they tell you that it's not good. They say that that means evil is out there or something like that. But Sally gets a call from Jillian for her to come and get her from this hotel. And if you guys were guessing that Jimmy is also abusive, you would win some big money. Jillian realizes that she has left her lucky necklace though somewhere and she needs it because of the spooky moon. So she goes to Jimmy's car and she finds her necklace. Then Jimmy finds her. He was in the backseat, I guess, waiting on her. I'm telling y'all, he's creepy. And that's never cleared up either. Like, it's never stated like, oh, he was so drunk that he passed out in the back of his car. Or after he punched her, he went to his car to chill out. I don't know. It's never told. But anyways, Sally goes to find her, but she instead finds both of them in the backseat. And Jimmy has a gun to Jillian's throat. And he tells Sally that she's going to drive. So she does. Of course, he's drunk, rambling, and trying to brand Jillian with his ring when Sally gets the Belladonna and pours it in the tequila bottle. She dumps the whole thing. It takes a while to kick in and doesn't even kick in until he's trying to strangle Jillian and Sally jumps on top of him to get him off of Jillian, but then he stops moving so they think he fell asleep. That would be incorrect. He did dead. Like, big time. And because they don't want to go to jail... Even though it was self-defense, Jillian convinces Sally to help her bring him back to life. And it works. I mean, I mean, it sort of works. He wakes up, I guess you would call that what he did was waking up. And then he tries to kill Jillian again. Sally, being the best sister that she is, pulls a Tangled and beats this man over the head with a cast iron skillet. I know that in Tangled, she didn't beat Flynn over the head with the skillet, but still it's the same thing. So I'm using it. So now he's got to be dead dead, right? Like he ain't coming back. At least we hope he's not because they bury him out in the backyard. And anyone who's seen this movie knows that it's not good. And he is not dead. He's sort of, well, he's sort of dead. He's in the spirit world. That's what Sally ends up saying. So I'm just going to go with it. She's the expert in all this. So their first mistake was obviously doing this, trying to bring this crazy man back to life. But their other big mistake in all of this is that they decide not to tell the aunt. Why the hell not? I don't know. I get you don't want to be told I told you so, but you gals need some serious H-E-L-P, and they're the ladies that could give you that. I'm just going to sprinkle this little detail in here for you guys. It's important, but I'm just going to touch on it, then we're going to move on. Sally gets chosen to be top of the phone tree at the girls' school because Jillian did her thing and made it happen. Okay, now we're going back to our current predicament. There are now toads and a rose bush popping up where they buried Jimmy. Number one, gross. Number two, why? I'll tell you why. Because these gals messed up. Now, even if you haven't seen this movie, you know about the famous midnight margarita scene. It's such a classic scene, and then with coconut playing in the background, it's just, mwah, oh, love it, love it. But it's all fun and games until they're doing shots and they all start saying stuff they would never ever say to each other, like calling them a witch and talking about how terrible their taste in men are and everything under the sun. Then the aunt starts singing, You Were Always On My Mind, which is a song that Jimmy was singing whenever he was super drunk in the car. They ask where they got that bottle of tequila, they being Sally and Jillian, and then the aunt say, Someone left it on the porch. I think the lesson we could take from all this is, don't drink tequila, everyone. Never ends good. Why people joke and call it to kill ya. Jillian ends up smashing the bottle and everyone gets out of their funk like immediately. And of course Sally and Jillian won't tell the ants what happened. So to teach them a lesson, the ants decide to leave in the middle of the night to let them figure it out for themselves. Any takers on how that's gonna go? Not good. That's my guess. 
So now not only do we have toads and a massive rose bush, now Kylie can see Jimmy out by the bush. No one else can see him though. It's like signs meets witches. Sally and Jillian go to check it out and they see that his boots are sticking out of the mud, but then they sink back into the mud. Problematic? I think so. Of course when the aunts leave is when a detective, Gary Hollett being his name, shows up to talk to Jillian. They try to play it off like they don't know anything that happened, but I guess they forgot a little tiny detail. That tiny detail being that they drove Jimmy's car back to their house. So Hollett has it towed, but not before he takes a sample of that belladonna that Sally spilled. He's gonna crack the case. So the town doesn't help them out at all. Detective Hollett goes to ask about the girls in town. And they just tell stories about how they're, they're witches and that there's a curse on all the women. Is that a surprise? No. They're very much hated in this town, so why would they help them? But still, they told some lavish stories about them. No surprise here though, Jillian wants Hollett gone like yesterday. So she cooks up a potion to banish him. While doing this, Callie finds her mom's true love spell. Then Antonia figures out that Hollett can flip pancakes under the air, so this has to be our true love guy. Give you guys a hint. The girls end up tossing the potion once they figure this out. Because they're like, oh yay, our mom's gonna fall in love again and be happy. But that is not working out for Jillian's plan. Especially when one of the toads spits up Jimmy's ring. Gross and also uh-oh. Now Hollett is pissed and more importantly confused. And as you should be, sir. So Sally's just had enough. She tells Jillian to leave because she feels like she's causing more harm than good. And then she runs off to confess everything because she says that once this man showed up, that's all she's wanted to do was just confess. They obviously end up sharing a moment, but then Sally also realizes that he's the man from her spell because he has one green eye and one blue. His badge is shaped like a star. They were humming the same song. He can ride a horse backwards. The girls checked on that info. And like I said already, he can flip pancakes up in the air. Sally, of course, runs away from this man she may love because track record for these women is less than exceptional. I know that's a bit harsh, but it's the truth. When Sally gets home, she can sense that something's wrong with Jillian and she would be oh so correct. Jimmy has possessed Jillian. Hollett followed Sally home and witnesses Jimmy leaving the body of Jillian and Jimmy tries to kill Hollett after this by trying to rip his heart out. I'm guessing you never really find out because his badge burns Jimmy and he just disappears. We think he's gone for good, but unfortunately he is not. And I'm gonna get back to that. But, like, if that's not a way to get a guy to believe your story, I don't know what is. Because this man's a believer now. So after all this hullabaloo, Hollett is leaving. He's got to go back to kind of figure out this case. And that's when Sally decides to tell him about the spell. But says they can't be together because of this curse. His comeback to that? Curses only have power if you believe in them. And I don't. Mic drop. So when Sally makes her way back inside, we then find out that Jillian is possessed yet again by Jimmy. Sally is able to knock him out though, or her out, knock her out, yeah, just in time for the aunts to come home. What a welcome home present that must have been. They of course get on to Sally for meddling in the craft and saying that you can't be half in, you can't not practice and then try to do this big thing like bring someone back to life. Then they tell Sally that they need to banish Jimmy, but they need more than just three of them to do it. They need a coven. And here's where the phone tree comes back into play, everyone. Sally embraces being a witch to get help. 
and basically tells everybody that the, all the stories are true. She's a witch. She tells them all to come over and bring a broom. And I think my favorite thing that happens when she makes all these calls is that the two women that work for her, one of them calls each other and says, oh my God, guess what? Sally just came out and it, I die every time. It's so funny. Now with these brooms that she's told all these ladies to bring, they form a circle around Jillian, but it doesn't work until they bait Jimmy with tequila and Sally cuts hers and Jillian's hand, forming that blood bond. And then that combined with all the women holding hands, that seems to do the trick. And then they expel him. They sweep up his ashes and sweep them outside where they buried him originally. Creepy. And then pour this nasty goop on top of his ashes that I guess banishes his spirit. I don't know. All you see is that they're stirring this goop and then all of a sudden they're using it to pour on his ashes. So I'm guessing that's what it's for. <laughs> Once they've banished him and Jillian's back to normal, they burn the rose bush and they find out that Hollett actually made Jimmy's death look like an accident. So go Hollett. The movie ends with Hollett and Sally together, obviously. And then it's Halloween, and there's a tradition that they have that the aunts, Sally, Jillian, and now Kylie and Antonia are all going to jump off the roof. And they've apparently done this their whole lives, but now the town has fully accepted them, and the town is all there. So it's kind of a full circle moment, which is kind of nice. Alright guys, and that concludes our Practical Magic episode. This movie is such a classic Halloween movie to me. It's a 10 out of 10 for this girl right here. Maybe it's because I think Sandy Bullock can do no wrong in the movie department, or maybe it's because it's a good movie. Either way, to me, it's a winner. I don't necessarily call it a scary movie, and when I actually said I was doing this movie, my husband said, that's not scary, but it's Halloween. Like, it gives the spooky vibes, and it gives the Halloween vibes, all the above, everything that you need. And it's got witches, it's got everything. It's just good. Again, I just want to say thank you to everyone who listened today. I would love, love, love to hear your feedback about this episode and about this movie. And you know where to follow me so that you can do all that. But I'm going to tell you again, like I always do. It is Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. All the same handle, which is at Movie Theater Mom. So come on. You should definitely go give me a follow so we can discuss all things movies. I have got two more movies planned for Spooky Season, which I'll tell you about here in just a second. And then we're going to go back to Twilight. And then I've got a ton of movies planned after that. So you definitely don't want to miss what's coming up. Well, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Next week, we are wrapping up spooky season with It, chapter one and two. I was going to do the 1990s version also, but I just decided just to do the remake this year. I'll do the 1990s one next year. I just, with screams, I felt like I just put too much on my plate, so I kind of just wanted to just do two movies that seems to be my sweet spot. Can't do any more than that. So keep an eye out for clips and sneak peeks this week, and until next week, see ya! Mm-hmm.